listening to Around Comics. Welcome back to another episode of Around Comics, episode 369, I Know Kung Fu. What's up? I am Brian Salazar, and with me as always is the Dodge Meister, Christopher Dogecoin, Dogecoin. I got my second vaccination chills going on, and my, my Dogecoin is, is bouncing around like a damn ping pong ball and it's uh yeah i have no idea what's going on it's uh but apparently we're talking about like comics and stuff so comic stuff comics, comics and 420 today is 420 today is 420 yeah i just you know got to uh but um yeah i don't what's going on man how are you I'm all right. I'm all right. It's uh, it's been uh, been a been a interesting week, a, a rough week, good week, bad week. So, yeah. So for you know, folks that uh, I'm not going to get into it, but but folks that are uh, that listen to the show that are friends with me on Facebook, we lost Parker last week, and I know he's kind of been background background noise for the for the show for a long time, and and uh, it's popped up on stuff. Yeah, so so we lost uh, we lost my best my best friend Parker. So uh, yeah, so that's that's been that's been tough. But yeah, uh, never easy thing. We we talked about it, but yeah. Well, uh, also not not named after Peter Parker, named after the Donald Westlake character. Well, there you go. Yeah, the Donald was it? But did you name him after reading the Donald Westlake books or the? the comic book adaptations by the great uh oh, Darwin. uh yeah the darwin cook yeah. <laughs> well <clears throat> all right is the is he named after darwin cook's parker uh because technically parker yeah called- yeah that was all coming out yeah that was coming out and that's when i started so the to to digress here why i love the Donald Westlake Parker characters. One of my all-time favorite movies is Payback. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, the director's cut of yeah, of terrific. Payback, is one of my absolute favorite movies, and also a really interesting movie to bring up and how to not market a movie because they just absolutely destroyed that the the box office for that movie by how it was mismarketed they were trying because it it tested well it it in their in their you know focus groups they uh market ended up marketing it as a comedy because of like the three funny uh lines in the movie and you have no idea that it is a hard core hard-boiled you know 
kind of rough and tumble noir-ish. bad guy noirish yeah um so yeah so i i absolutely and they they fired the director and then recut it it was like the it was Zack snyder's justice league before Zack snyder's justice league i i had seen it i liked the the theatrical version i don't i've i've seen the recut version i could the recut version is is fucking superior I, I, i don't know i don't know maybe it is I don't, know. I don't know. I don't That actually makes sense. I don't. Know. What do you mean that actually made sense? Completely. The they have a completely different ending. Chris Christopherson isn't even in the director's cut. Well, that's a shame. Then I mean, that's bad. Why would you yeah. not want Christopherson? Yeah, it was shoehorned in there. I could. This this would be an ACTV debate that that we would, would have, have and would be fantastic so well, i remember what, really enjoying the theatrical version mm-hmm. and then watching the director's cut and not being being sort of unimpressed with the director's cut not to say that it isn't superior necessarily yeah. in my I opinion have to watch them both again to argue that yeah. but i just remember being like eh, what a, like it wasn't i didn't feel like it made the film that much better i liked it though yeah. to begin with so i never had any sort of you know reason for it to become better yeah the, you know the theatrical release it, it's still good i still would like it the direct but the director's re- release is one of my all-time favorite movies so it's it's that much of a difference i like them both but one is for me now what about the original uh, uh that's the is- oh gosh who was the uh lee marvin lee marvin yeah yeah uh, it's very seventies and all of the, not what I like about the seventies ways. And I love seventies film. And this is, this is now see, this is the one where Suntress and I would, would, I would definitely absolutely argue. go at it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the, of the seventies one in comparison. Once again, not a bad movie, well, but it's, it would, not, but it's not, um, called parker it's called uh mm-hmm. is it point blank point is blank that... yes yes yeah. right and it was uh was it um uh it, carter or technically a 60s film 1967 i'm looking it up okay 67 yeah. yeah okay that yeah it's that late 60s get carter been... was made by still was that stallone he made get carter which was the mm-hmm. same character mm-hmm. parker yeah. and basically the same story but pretty terrible remake and then wasn't there also a british version with like michael kane <laughs> no 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 yes of course the, the yeah because he no. was in everything in the 60s yeah. and 70s no uh the bald dude from like fast and the furious oh ving rames i thought no not that bald dude the other bald dude <laughs> so that's the bald guy from fast and furious i know I haven't seen that one. Is Rames even in that movie? I don't even think he's in that movie. Wait, in which movie? Fast and the Furious. Oh, uh, Vin Diesel. Sorry. (laughs) That's the other bald guy. That's the other. The The British bald guy. guy. He was in The Untouchables. He was in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrel. The the Ving Rames thing. Uh, I was talking to David Price today, and he asked me what was in the box or what was in the case in in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I... Yeah. Well, you made that joke on our show. On our show. If he was a patron, how how would they know that I made that joke already this week? I don't know. They're, if they were patrons of the show, they would have heard that joke live. Well, yes, 
and how and how would they hear that joke by going to patreon.com slash around comics and signing up for as little as five dollars a month come on sal Uh, we've been doing this long enough you should know when i give you the the perfect transition lord i'm i'm uh i'm too tired and old this is true old age and treachery um, so yeah, so, uh, so check out uh, the patron stuff and you get, uh, Sal and me talking about TV every week. I, on AC TV. The next AC TV should be, we watch point Both versions of, Ooh, and then we watch payback and we argue, which is the superior film. Yeah. But do you watch the theatrical or the director cut? Or both. Christ, do I got to watch them both and then compare that? And no, I th- no, I think watch the just director's cut. Um, yeah, I think Point Blank and uh, and uh, Payback would be awesome. Let's see this. So this goes back to my idea for, and we're sort of just vamping here, waiting for Tom. But this goes back to my idea for a, another segment of our podcast, where basically you and I. Uh, do a show where we take the whatever topic of the week mm-hmm. and it could be something serious, ah. it could be something silly, it could be yeah. something whatever. Try and make it maybe comic book related, but not necessarily. Maybe just pop pop culture related, that kind of thing. And you have a for and against side, and we have to argue. Each of us has to argue one of those sides, but we yeah. don't know which side until we flip a coin, and then. You know, whatever it is, heads gets this side, tails gets the other side, and and then we have to we have to argue the side. That we- this is just you feeding into your um, passion for arguing with me. <laughs> it's not just you; it's everyone. everything. <laughs> I argue with everyone. I always uh, so if, if there's uh, I tell you what, if there are any uh, anyone who wants to throw out uh, while you're on the, the live feed, uh, yeah, just give us a topic real quick, and maybe we'll debate. We it can argue it right now. Yeah, yeah, right now while we're waiting for Tom, because aren't we all just waiting for Tom waiting when for it's Tom. when it's That's all said great. and done? That should be a segment of the show, just the beginning beginning of the show, waiting for Tom, mm-hmm. and then then we finally start around comics. We'll have a different theme song. It is. He's uh the wait for Tom is about three uh three quarters of a cup of tea right now. So. Waiting for Tom, we're just waiting for Tom, waiting <laughs> for our life, just waiting for Tom. Something you like love doing uh bumpers and theme songs for well, things. Well, I, I have a uh, there's a there's a weird like wanted to be radio guy in me. And yeah. There's a there's a the, this chained up jingle creator, <laughs> probably. Yeah. What do you want to do? I just want to make jingles. I do. I yeah. I do. I don't yeah. know. I guess I do. Kind of. I think it's really? funny. I, I think I'm I'm fascinated by jingles though. Like, do they that even whole... really have them anymore? I mean, no. And I... that's that's. I mean, they kind of do, but it's it's. I mean, there are. Um, mm-hmm. There are some still. There was one my son would always sing whenever it would come on. I can't remember it, but that best but... jingle ever. If you grew up in Southern Illinois and for the like two That's or three, for like the two or three people that, that uh, listening to the show that live in Southern Illinois will know that five, four, nine, five, three, two, six, quattros, 
deep pan pizza. <laughs> See, that's that's beautiful. That's I don't a- I don't live there in twenty five years. I could still fucking call Quattro's and order a pizza right now without looking it up. Five eighty two three hundred Empire. <laughs> that was always fun. Hey, there he is. There we're he not is. for Tom. We're not waiting for Tom because Tom's now here. We we decided we we're going to start a segment of the show called "Waiting for Tom." When when you know every show we kind of wait around and yeah. then before you get here. So we decided we're going to have a segment every week, and I got to come up with a jingle, or maybe our listeners, since one of our listeners wrote. The end song that we know is on the show. That's true. Wait, and and then we started talking about our favorite jingles. Uh, yeah. So, Tom, you're you're an advertising guy. What's your what's your favorite jingle? Wow, um, didn't expect that tonight, did yeah, you? Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't prepared. It's around that. advertising. I'm trying to, yeah, God, no, I don't three like down on their luck marketing. People. <laughs> oh Doing man, the right thing. What's my favorite? Fighting crime through marketing. <laughs> Through through jingle testing, through focus group testing, <laughs> focus group trying to lie as least amount as you can. Through focus group testing, uh, man, I don't know. I mean, the Empire one, hey! uh, as like obviously the uh, you know, the Chicago land, the Chicago land favorite. I can't even think of another jingle, to be honest, other than that like, only jingle in my brain, I think, anymore. I mean, I just always think of the guy sort of at the end of a Menards commercial, just going like, Menards! That's Menards! Yeah, that's like, <laughs> not, not a jingle. Jingle, but, <laughs> but I would say like almost a Menards. I mean, that's a jingle. That's a jingle. Right? Yeah. But I remember more of the guy, yeah, Menard, Menards, like more of a sonic yes. logo Did you guys, uh what was his name larry roche was it larry or no the lion like he did the he had the car commercials in chicagoland it was something the lion roar i think he finally died yeah he did oh yeah. i i legitimately bumped into him at a cubs game <laughs> Bob Roarman. He had it was weird. And I was and I was with someone that was life, and me. I was with with someone who was from out of town and I was like, oh shit, that was Bob Roarman. And they're like, <laughs> who the fuck who? is Bob I was like, Rorman. oh yeah, you yeah, yeah. Did he introduce himself like hi, I'm Bob Roarman? No, he was like, get out of my way, dude. I need to get to my luxury box, which there are none of in Wrigley Field, by the way, because it's a shithole. But oh, what's the- wow, wow. I don't think that was necessary. Oh, have you been to one of the boxes in Wrigley? They're fucking terrible. Wait a- hey, you know, I'm I don't know. I'm not I'm not arguing that. I just don't know they're, that they're awful. They're, oh, they're they're luxury not- boxes are luxurious enough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a 60-year-old luxury box. Listen, not every team has, you know, the the fucking beer moguls of the country running them and spending all that big dollars on on luxury boxes when they build a new stadium. Come on, you know, oh, all the beer companies sold league. their they they sold their their baseball teams long ago. I think it was Toronto maybe in the last one. <laughs> well, you know, the poor Cub fans, they just have to deal with that, Aww. you know, that place as it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Uh, hi, how's everyone doing? Now that Chris has brought the show down, geez, yeah. Yeah. Thought... <laughs> negative energy. Oh, wait, 
It's a holiday, man. It's 420. Yeah. It is 420. Woo! So, <laughs> official Snoop Dogg holiday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sal. Yeah, uh, we're we're gonna do kind of a new a, a new thing on the show tonight, right? We're yeah, because we have not we have we have never done anything like this before. This is groundbreaking stuff here at Around Comics. <laughs> groundbreaking, <laughs> and I do not have a jingle for this. I don't have a stinger. Or oh no, at least not yet. Once again, so this is a, hey, a test run. Well, it's like, how come other podcasts all the, have all these listeners that write jingles and? contribute to the show in some way and you know we've been doing this shit for yeah. years we get one dude wrote a song 10 years ago we've had a lot of people do a lot of things for this show so <laughs> maybe so I'm you a, have I'm a, maybe you have chris slow, slow your older sal nobody's been writing jingles that's all i know that's that you know <laughs> i haven't had one jingle thrown our way so i'm i'm for 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 a subject that was never ever discussed ever before well, I, I'm not saying for this, but I'm just saying in general, you know, I'm challenging our audience to write a jingle for Around Comics. Come and up with a bit. <laughs> come up with a bit and a jingle, and a jingle to accompany it. Yeah, we'll do it. What the hell? Why not? Listen, we 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 named three new bits this episode alone. Pick one and write a jingle for it. <laughs> That's where we are, Tom. We've devolved into uh, mob rule here. Yeah. It's true democracy. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, so we were going to um we were going to I thought it would be funny for us to do reaction videos. It's it's all the hot thing on YouTube. Ooh, that's gonna be me like <laughs> what? What is I this? thought it would be funny. But Marvel did release a trailer for the new movie Shang Shang Chi. Sorry, I was trying to pronounce it properly. That's Probably not going to happen because I grew up thinking it was pronounced Shang Chi, and at this point in my life, I'm probably not going to change for a movie. But it's, I think it's pronounced a different way if you are properly trying to pronounce it, which I am not. Uh, but the movie trailer came out, and there was a lot of reaction to it. Um, it's, it's a uh, you know uh, Shang Chi and the uh, Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, so I thought we would watch the trailer and sort of then discuss maybe. The trailer and what we think and and also maybe the character of shang chi or shang chi shang chi i think that's how it's said i'm i'm butchering it in two languages now. all the hate mail goes to you bud thanks <laughs> listen our lazy listeners would have to get upset enough to write something in they don't even you know come on yeah passive entertainment what, what, so who who did you who's like the executive producer of all the the marvel stuff kevin what Fiergy, Fiergy. I don't so know. Here, <laughs> so here's the thing that that name is my new Mjolnir because it's just a word that I see. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I recognize it. Mjolnir. Is that what you're trying to say? Mjolnir. Yeah, yeah. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. What a Mjolnir. Yeah. The you know the word that was always Mjolnir? in in in, Mar- in Thor comics that you just saw and you never fucking sounded that out. It was just. It was just an Mjolnir. image that you recognized as being the word. Yeah, his his last name is is that new version for me. I just never try and sound it out. Never. Yeah, you Feige. Well, it's either Feige, Fergie, or Fiergi. <laughs> because he is from I like, Norway. Fiergi. Like it's Fiergi. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Fee. Yeah. Took me took me 
20 Kevin Feige. To, to say Sinkevich. Sinkovich. Feige. Feige. It's just Feige. Feige. I looked it up. Feige. I don't need to know Feige. that. I was Feige. 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 It's Kevin Feige. Uh, <laughs> Here he comes on his boat. It's Kevin Feige. Hey, how are you doing, Kevin Feige? <laughs> How's those Marvel movies you're making? <laughs> <laughs> I just turned into the Swedish chef. Yeah. How Disney, Disney, some Disney uh, synergy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kevin Fierge. I Kevin demand Fierge. that your next D&D okay. character have that accent. <laughs> that would be so. Uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is directed by Dustin Daniel Cretan. Cretan. Why do you? Cretan. Why? Why do I have to pronounce everyone's name? Cretan. Because this is your bit. <laughs> It is uh, written by Dave Callahan and Steve Englehart. Uh, he, you know, at least two characters, Jim Starlin and Andrew Lanham. I think Starlin and Englehart just made the characters. They didn't actually contribute to the script, but they created Shang Chi originally. Nineteen okay. something. Nineteen sixties. Nineteen seventy. When was uh, when was Enter the Dragon? 71, I believe, for theatrical release. Yeah. Why do we so know that? I don't probably, know. I don't know, probably going to be like within a year of that, is my guess. Oh, are you suggesting that they were trying to capitalize Wait. on the popularity of Bruce Lee? No, no I'm saying exactly that <laughs> is what they were doing. Comics will never <laughs> ch chase a trend. I am saying that that is exactly what they were doing. The character was conceived in late 1972. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, technically, actually, they were trying to get the rights to adapt the, the television program Kung Fu, yeah. which was created by Bruce Lee, if you believe Bruce Lee himself. And uh, uh, the but it was owned by Warner Communications, so mm -hmm. they weren't going to sell the rights to Kung Fu to Marvel. So they actually Did Warner uh, owned DC back in the seventies. Um, that's. That feels like that was well. It's Wikipedia. I don't know. Yeah, that I. When did I? I someone I had heard someone else talk on about February tenth, nineteen seventy-two. Assets of the Kinney National Company reincorporated reincorporated as Warner Communications due to a financial scandal involving price fixing in its parking <laughs> operations. Uh. I remember that big parking uh, lot scandal. No, Warner Communications served as the parent company for Warner Brothers, the Warner Music Group, Warner Cable, and Dimension Pictures during the 1970s and 80s. It also owned DC Comics and Mad Magazine. Okay, well, there you go. So it seems like maybe the timing was correct, but yeah. I don't honestly know. It's the internet, nothing is real. Um, so they went out anyway, so Marvel couldn't get the, uh, the rights for whatever reason from Warner communications, whether it had anything to do with Marvel or not, we're, we're not sure that's murky, but they wanted something. So they went and got the rights to the next best thing. Fu Manchu, uh, which was kind of weird. A distant um, second, a distant second. <laughs> the Kung Fu, the incredibly popular Kung Fu yeah. series. 
Um, you want the rights to what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. they they created Shang Chi as Fu Manchu's um, son. Actually, originally, he was he was uh, he was uh, supposed to be Fu Manchu's son. Who then finds out that his father is actually uh, a bad guy who wants to rule the world. And he turns on them, and yeah, that that sort of has been played down to this point. Shang Chi no longer really. Uh, I don't think he answers to Shang Chi Fu Manchu, or is it Manchu, or is it Fu? It would be Fu Shang Chi Fu, right? No, I don't know. I'm just guessing. That's the uh, that's the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of how he came about, and then um, and he and he kicked a lot of people's asses. He did. He knew all sorts of kung fu and and different martial arts and uh, yeah, great costume, great costume. He did. He, he, they do admit um, that he was, you know, Paul Glacey, uh later on as he kind of. I think he was the artist on the the series. Um, his the visual appearance was modeled after Bruce Lee. So you were right in that sense, sir. But I don't know. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no Bruce Lee, no Shang Chi. <laughs> hey, I don't know. He didn't look like David Carradine. No, he did uh, not look like uh, David Carradine. <laughs> so yeah, so that's kind of a. I, I don't know how much. How deep do you want me to get into the the history of Shang Chi here? I just uh, does, does he has no superpowers, right? Um, he might have like Chi. You know, that's kind of a. Superpower, isn't it? I don't know. Um, yeah, but he doesn't have like an iron fist. He does yeah. not have an iron no. fist. No. Uh, traveled he, to that. What was the land? The iron fist. Uh, the yeah, like Qu- oh. Kunlun. Kunlun. Mjolnir. Wow, we should not have done this episode. We can't pronounce a single <laughs> fucking thing. Well, about these characters. I mean, you know, <laughs> to be fair, it's yeah. a little confusing. <laughs> they can kind of be pronounced yeah. in many ways. Yeah. The uh, one that's in your heart is the correct one. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. It, go ahead. I was thinking oh. of something else. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Well, uh, he was, he's been in a bunch of groups. He's been in uh, a bunch of series. He most recently the new Agents of Atlas. Uh, he was brought back, but there's a new series obviously coming out, and there's a movie coming out as well from Marvel. So there we have it. There's your little Shang Chi kind of primer, and then you guys want to go ahead and watch yeah. the. Uh, let's see. Let's let's check this shit out. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, it's dark. I can't. We, we want our actual reactions, right? So, not that I don't think anyone's going to have that much. What fun. if I fail? I, I, I hope we don't get kicked off of YouTube for this because I'm not really sure. Uh, what I hope we do. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's had enough of this episode. Of this. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. It's like now. these three yeah. guys who can't, can't pronounce names. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? <laughs> Why isn't it playing on the screen? <laughs> this is a bold. This is a bold decision of theirs to go with oh, this. God a still sake. image. 
All right, hold on. I hear something. I didn't test this beforehand. I don't know why it's not working. I'm going to say I don't like it. <laughs> nice set design. Uh, let's try this again. Let's see. Share. I don't know why that didn't work. It's very odd. Nothing seems to be... Do-do-do. Allow... I mean, I might just have to it's a do new it. set. I uh, see a different image. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. I'm going to back it up here. So there's a bedroom. There we go. All right. There oh, we lightning. Go. We got lightning. We got the guy for a wood thing that's been punched a lot. Um, oh, it perfectly fits his fist. Yeah, that's me every morning. <laughs> Before shops, <laughs> expensive cars. What? A lot of hip hop. Where did that get you? You walked in my shadow. Uh -huh. No shirt. All right. People in the world. Okay. All right. Down. Is that the dude from Creed? Uh, he was in Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, we got a helicopter, guys. Yeah. Also in Crazy Rich Asians. The helicopter? Yeah. Oh, there's lots of helicopters. That's not going to happen. There's some Matrix water, slow motion water. Oh, we got some crouching tiger hidden. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wire food. Oh. Razor sword. It's that razor fist. Oh, and the horses. Nice. It is razor fist. Who are you? Oh. Aquafina, and oh, playing the role of Chris Rock is Aquafina. We make a good team. Nice. There we go. Fun, interesting. Lots of. Yeah. She's like, I think we'll all watch it because it looks great. Yeah, uh, I'll get around in. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it going to be? Is it in theaters? Or I believe yes. Only no. in theaters. Only, only in theaters. theaters. September third. I, I noticed that they were very uh, prominent with the only in theaters on September because uh, be Black Black Widow is uh, a dual release. Yes. Uh, I I don't I don't know. I, I think don't it's know. it's streaming and. Um. It's going to be interesting to see how audiences react to that. Like. Now that we've seen, hey, I can watch King Kong. Um, yeah, at home. At home, and I'm fine with that. I don't need to go to a theater. I, you know, are people going to just flood back into theaters in September? After you know, after, and and also, I mean, obviously, add COVID to that, and the fact that it's like I don't really want to be around anyone anymore. It's kind of gross. <laughs> I, or I think, like, I, I, like going to catch it, like, is really the movie? Yeah. Like going to see. 
a movie like the thing you're willing to risk it all for. <laughs> yeah. I, th I think eventually people will go back to theaters. I don't, you know, it, it may, I mean, it may not be the era of like movie plexes again, but I think that 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 format the talkies is, is going to stay. It's going to stay there. It's I, I, yeah. I don't think, think we're gonna, you know enough I of mean, a. I mean, you still got movies. Well, but the thing that will kill it is financially if if it's too expensive. Although that may not kill it, it may just kill the megaplex theater. Yeah, you know, and we might have be forced to go back to like there's only two screens in this theater. There's only five screens in a theater as opposed to twenty five. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. There just may be fewer mass released movies at a single time not enough to fill 12 or 14 you know but are but like okay am i going to continue paying for you know, I, I mean disney plus i think they, disney has enough content and original stuff that they're going to make mm -hmm. where people will still pay for disney plus but like hbo max if i'm not getting warner brother movies i don't know that i'm paying for that i don't know if i i mean maybe if you're rewatching the oc <laughs> Well, that's on the, it's next on the list. I next mean. on the list. Uh, it's yeah. I you know uh, uh, I bought some of the special movie theater salt to put on popcorn. <laughs> yep, I did that yeah. too. Uh, it, it makes a huge. It's I have no reason to go to a theater anymore. Yep. I can make legit movie theater popcorn. Yep. in my house, and you can that's buy really need. You can overpay for soda. Yeah, I'm charging my kids like insane prices. It's great. <laughs> Dad, I don't want to pay for. They don't know. Yeah, they'll pay eight dollars for milk duds. They don't care. <laughs> All right, so so back to the movie trailer. <laughs> Before we get too far away, ten rings. <laughs> Ving rings. Wait, what? Ten, ring, ten, ten rings. Ten rings. Ten rings. Ten rings. And ten rings. Ten rings. It's like a Lord of the Rings times ten. <laughs> there, there was one ring. Uh, there was one ring in that movie. Yeah. But there's only one Aquafina. Uh, there is only Aquafina, rapper, comedian, actress. Aquafina. Yeah. Um, who, does, who doesn't? Who doesn't like Aquafina? She's uh, delightful. I'm sure, there's some people on the internet. She's delightful. Please don't ask that question on YouTube. Yeah, there's gonna be. Yeah, trust <laughs> me. There's some. I'm sure there's plenty of dudes on YouTube. I don't like her name. I, th I think it's a dumb name. I don't understand why she needed. Here we go. I think it's hate. like an unfortunate. It's probably like it's one of those things where it's like. Um, it was a silly. Give yourself joke. a name, a stupid joke. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. like nobody knows who you are, and now you're like, oh shit! Now I got this. Like, oh. <laughs> I got this name now. <laughs> like, shit. like probably not anticipating. Yeah, this is probably like going to be on my tombstone name be, kind of thing. I'm surprised she hasn't transitioned away from it or been like, "Hey, listen, my you know my name's that actually was my rapper. That was my silly rapper name, DJ <laughs> rapper. Now yeah, I'm yeah. a serious actress. I'd like you to call me yeah. my whatever. This is my name. Yeah, no, she's held strong. I'm Aquafina. It's like, all right, well, all right. I, I guess you're gonna roll with it. It's yeah. a brand now. It's a brand. Yeah. So it already was a brand of water. <laughs> <laughs> You can't rebrand a brand. Sorry. Right. I guess that's my name now. I'm going to just roll with it. So kudos to her. Yeah. Uh, so. She apparently, you know, com comedic relief, comedy relief. And, yeah. and, so I was I'm saying, you know, play, play, playing the role of uh, of Chris Rock is uh, Aquafina. <laughs> Chris Rock. Chris Rock is. 
I, I love Chris Rock, but he's such a bad actor. He's just not a good actor. And I wish he well, actually he's gotten better though. He yeah. had, like she is a phenomenal actor. It's, I don't know. Is she? I yeah, yeah, she's really she's really good. Like she's when, been she's been actually in a variety of roles that are not not pure comedy. So yeah, she's actually a good actor. I'll be the judge of that after this. I'll see how she drives a bus if she's convincing, if she sells me. So you got the Sandra Bullock. Can you drive a bus? Yeah. Did did she take uh, Keanu Reeves uh, classes? Can you do that? Yeah. Can your charisma Um, drive a bus? (laughs) Let's see it. It will be interesting, though, to have like a Marvel. I mean, so will this be the first Marvel movie that it a character doesn't have superpowers because black widow's not out yet. Or is it going to come out before this? Um, I mean, as far as like the lead character, has there been a lead character that didn't have superpowers? Uh, well, black Widow. Marvel movies who black widow, uh, is the, well, is the other one I can think of. Yeah. So that, that's kind of interesting. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, Tony Stark, yeah, but, it looked a little bit like, oh yeah, I guess Tony Stark, but I mean, he, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Hawkeye, yeah. but like, yeah. they well, might as well have superpowers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like the delineation is very thin between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to, but the headline, yeah, uh, a movie. Um, it looked a little bit like uh, Mortal Kombat. E, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah. I mean, I think that sort of just comes with the territory. It's a kung fu movie. It's a you know it's it's heavy Get over here. Obviously, Asian influenced film. Um, I uh, I I thought it looked pretty cool though. I mean, I, I don't know um, the guy who's playing Shang Chi. I know a lot of people were very excited that he was cast mm-hmm. as that character, but I'm not familiar with anything. I mean, I just don't know what he's done. So, um, do you guys have you guys seen anything from him at all? No. Uh, I mean, uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that. Was he? He was the guy in Crazy. I need to double check. Oh boy! Oh my god! Well, he did. He did get uh, Ving Rhames and um, Vin Diesel mixed. Uh, so, Chris, when yeah. you mentioned Chris Rock, did you mean Chris Tucker? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's three that's three in this episode alone yeah yeah yeah, yeah. wow wow and i finally pieced it together i was like yeah, is he talking i didn't understand chris rock either i'm like why i must not be thinking of the correct name. you're thinking of jackie channing Chris Tucker. Yeah, I'm trying He's to top. Living. I'm I'm trying wow. to uh, I'm trying to top my RZA moment <laughs> from oh. version 1.0. I just want. I just personally, I want to say thank you for taking the heat off of me. I mean, yeah, I mispronounced a few Asian names. You're you're blatantly being racist. <laughs> Unintentionally. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the guy playing Shane Chi is also <laughs> Kim's Convenience, which which Marta and I watch. Uh, so that's All where right. I do. That's where I recognize him from the most. 
He was not in Crazy Rich Asians. Was he not in Crazy Rich Asians? I don't know. I'm assuming he was not. Wait, let me look at it. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, here we go. Oh. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I'm looking it up. Keep going. Yeah, no, probably not. Um, but he's really funny in Kim's Convenience. Uh, terrific. That's that's good. I got, I got, got, I got bad news. I got bad news for you, Chris. He's God. not increasing rich agents. The internet never forgets, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, uh, I think in in the fifteen or so years that we've done this show, this might be my favorite moment ever. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> so I, think, I think this is a terrible bit and we should never do it again oh no from now on we are doing nothing but watching racially charged trailers <laughs> in depth no he's he yeah he's not in crazy rich asians no kim's convenience he is in kim's convenience okay, okay. But thank god thank god because if he wasn't in that i'd be like guys we just gotta guys have been rapid early start over i'm not gonna post this one oh shit uh, oh, sorry, man. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> I I apologize. All right, moving on. Um, moving up, moving on. <laughs> All right, we have some questions. Maybe we should answer some questions. Oh, geez, I bet we have some fucking questions. Ah, oh God. Um. I gotta clear the tears out of my eyes so I can actually read these questions. And yes, I met Chris Tucker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all the all the questions are like, are you talking about Chris Tucker? <laughs> all right, so Ninja Master thirteen thirty seven said he was in high school in 08 listening to us. Wow. Thank uh, you. That, we're not old. He's very excited around comics is back. And then he asked, um, do you guys ever remember getting a crazy voicemail back in the day when you guys would let people call and leave messages? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we would get occasionally some weird... Um, Unintelli- unintelligible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got called a, a right cunt by a British guy on a message once. Was it like a... Well, it was, was it like a... Like a term of endearment, or like a no, I don't. Well, it was hard to tell, it didn't sound like it. It sounded <laughs> like he maybe had been drinking. Yeah, um, I, my guess was my what I said, what I thought, because like two weeks before this was when I was doing the big show, and mm. like two weeks before, I had shit on Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, not Love and Thunder, what was the the, Thor the second, one. yeah, right, Ragnarok. I kind of said oh. I, I didn't really. The second one, no, the third one. That's the third yeah, one. a good one. Yeah, I have. I have since since then. I have come around to really enjoy it. And and, but anyway, I had shit on the movie. Kind of, I really didn't like it initially when I watched it, and and so I assumed it was the director, Taiki Watiti, whatever the hell his name is, 
calling and calling me a a, a right cunt. That's because oh. he was he sounded he could have been British or he could have been um from New Zealand. New Zealand New Zealand <laughs> wherever he's from, wherever he's from, New Zealand. Um and and yeah, so I, that's what I assumed it was him, but probably not. But maybe could be. Anyway, uh, yeah. So th we've gotten some uh, some weird messages. Did you leave us a weird me message, Ninja Master thirteen thirty seven? I remember whenever we used to have a, a a number you could call. I do that, remember that. Hey. Yeah, we could do that again. I mean, I don't really. Yeah, Tom doesn't. <laughs> No, not really. I'm sorry. Uh, After this episode, I don't want the message. <laughs> Wayne Mousseau. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Wayne, hey, Wayne. <laughs> what do you guys think about the death of the New Gods movie? Um, I feel bad for Tom King. Uh, you know, he was writing that and co-writing it. Um, but honestly. I, I think DC needs to concentrate on less complicated characters than the new gods. They really need a win. I think Suicide Squad will be a win. Oh, they, do. they they need a win. Yeah. Um I think Suicide Squad will probably do that because James Gunn, you know, directed it. Yeah. Um Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was not a crowning achievement. So it's I mean, he doesn't have quite the 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 magic touch all what? the time. You didn't like <clears throat> I didn't like Guardians too. Oh, all right. No. It's all right. I mean, I think I I think it honestly isn't any worse than the first one. It's just like more of the first one where it's sort of like, what's this bad guy? Like what's <laughs> happening? You know, like it, it they yeah. never really advance too much of the stuff in it, like in a way like no, but it's kind of boring a little bit. It gets yeah, kind of like it's kind of boring. It has an ability yeah. to sort of like the, the characters are very likable, and he yeah. sort of creates a fun atmosphere from that. His story, yeah, maybe the, the the stories aren't. I don't know. I really enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Yes, actually, first fantastic. Before, like you know, more recent Marvel movies. That was probably my favorite Marvel movie. Uh, for yeah, I liked it. I really and I, I like the second one, but I can see why. Like, I haven't gone back to rewatch it. Right. You know, like, so I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah. It's a, like, I, I do think there's a certain advantage to, like, have doing the Suicide Squad because you get to kill a bunch of characters. <laughs> yeah. And you can just pick whatever like weird ass polka dot, man. like polka dot man's in there and like right like you get the full you can kill whatever D list right villain you want, you know, which I, I think is actually kind of you know the missed opportunity of the first time the first Suicide Squad film was like really like you could make a movie where you're just offing weird bad guys left and right. And like, that you don't have awesome. to kind of, you don't have to make it like a team team, you know, like you can, like, people, right, right. You, you don't have to have a bunch of people that are a bunch of actors that you're going to want to connect with as an audience. And so then not kill them off. Like you're not going to kill off Will Smith. You yeah. know I mean? You're not going to kill off uh Harley Quinn. You're not going to, yeah. you know, you're not going to yeah. kill off most of those characters, 
but yeah, polka dot man, who gives a shit about shit. polka? You have fun with polka dot. There's man. always there's, there's always minutes. one person who loves polka dot man who is connected to. It was, it and you can always bring back yeah. polka dot man in a sequel, yeah. <laughs> which would be funny. But you yeah. know, it's like yeah. didn't Fraction say that after uh, after he killed Stilt Man on his like, Daredevil run? He said, "I never knew there were so many Stilt." man fans out there well i think that was before the time we realized and i think twitter helped us realize that people just want to complain about everything what i don't mm. know that it was necessarily there were that many stilt man fans oh, out there it was just comic book fans like to bitch and complain yeah. about things so i remember that one daredevil cover of that one character and you killed him the Suicide Squad trailer was pretty good. Where I was kind of like, oh, I could see this kind of working as like a as a weird just collection of weird characters that you can kind of like throw together. Yeah. Like you don't have to kind of obey any sort of rules of like this is what a team is and this like they you know, like I guess anything where you can have a giant mutant shark right. Like there it doesn't have to be like the team gets together in the end and they all like you know, I enjoy Guardians of Galaxy, right? But it's like this ragtag group actually comes to love each other. This yeah, you don't have to obey those sort of like tropes. You can kind of like make them, they're all bad guys. They can all be assholes. And right. Like, I, but that takes a certain amount of balls as a yeah. film studio and as a director to do that, I think. <laughs> and, and I don't think... We get to see we get we get to see King Shark in a live action movie, and that's fucking awesome. Yeah, terrific. Uh, I I'm looking forward to it for sure. I mean, I'm a I like James Gunn. I I think it looks hilarious and and crazy wacky. I but I, what I was gonna say before though is I I think you kind of nailed. Like I've always kind of liked the Suicide Squad comic, mm-hmm. but there's yeah. always been a reason. Like there's been something about it, it's like eh, I can kind of take it or leave it, and I think that is it. Where like. It's always then comes to the point where, oh, well, they're a team. Oh, they're trying to, they're like redeeming bad guys. There's, you know, Waller is, you know, going to make them do this. And it's sort of that weird. It's, I, I liked, I liked the idea of just like, yeah, just make it bad guys being kind of bad guys and not, you know, make it so redeemable. Don't worry so much about if they're redeemable. People will find things to like about them. They people love Rorschach. There's yeah. nothing, you know what I mean. <laughs> find something to like well, I mean, about these bad guys. Yeah. Back, back to the top of the show before Tom was here. That's what I love about the Parker character from Westlake and then Darwin Cook is that he was not a likable character. He was no. kind of a, a, a shit heel. He was the least offensive of that and that's all yeah. that's all you need you yeah. don't have to make mm-hmm. them likable you just have to have other people that are less likable yeah. and those are the bad guys yeah and he's the less likable dirtbag yeah i mean i still go back to the like 80s suicide squad trade that i have the ostrander yeah, sort yeah. Of, like relaunch of it because i think that really is like sort of the blueprint of like no these guys are like bad guys right like some of them are worse than others and some mm-hmm. are like you know Captain Boomerang sort of unredeemable and like he's a bad guy and he's going right. to do everything he can to like circumvent the rules, you know, like whereas you have other characters who are like, oh, I'm going to, I am going to do this and get out early or you have, you know, there's always that tension 
in that book when it's working of like what kind of bad yeah. guy is this bad guy you know like they have their own agendas they don't yeah. necessarily all yeah I, I think that makes it more interesting too you could like sprinkle in like three issues in this character dies and now mirror master is in it for six issues you know like you could always kind of like switch around who's in it and like yeah yeah and like why is that cover is that's the cover with like dead shot like coming at you right like his yeah yeah yeah. coming out of the explosion sort of that cover just sticks with me like from you know that all those years ago it's just like yeah that's still in my head it's a great uh great yeah it's a great series it's really fun you know like i I often talk about, you know, the Bwahaha Justice League being kind of like I'm and like yeah. honestly if it came out now it would be ahead of its time. Right. Like <laughs> you know, like it would be like, oh, what is this? You like it's so far ahead of the curve and what everything's doing. I don't think it comics actually did catch up to it at any point. Wow. Suicide Squad, the the eighties uh, relaunch of it's sort of like that too, where it's kinda like, Oh, what is this? Like I don't know if comics ever really caught up to what they did in that. In this, in like, I think they've tried to copy it several times. Oh yes, many copies. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, go back and read that. I gotta. When I, when I think about those, I always think about those comics as like, <clears throat> you know, like Gale, like Gale's Secret Six, which I loved. Was yeah, it was a you know Suicide Squad ish. Well, book. but even that though, that book did fall into the trap of uh, what separated from Suicide Squad is you learn to like those characters and they became a team yeah. and like a family. Whereas like Ostrander always sort of did a good job of like some of these characters like each other. Some of these characters don't give a fuck and aren't going to play by anybody's role. Mm-hmm. Like in the always, always sort of a mix. Well, it goes back, like, it's I like think Survivor. Yeah. Alliances were made. You know. yeah. brings up a good point. He said the Suicide Squad should be like the Dirty Dozen, and mm-hmm. and that's the Dirty Dozen or Magnificent Seven or Seven Samurai. It's the same story of these. You know, you've seen it over and over and over again of these. You know, like you said, ragtag group of misfits that you know maybe don't like each other. I think. I think I, I see my trade from right here. Let me see if I can grab it. I think <laughs> Magnificent Seven is is sort of the. You know where all of that came from. Yeah, Three, it was seven. What seven samurai, right? What's that? That's, oh, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. Seven yeah. samurai um, uh, is where that all started. Yeah, magnificent seven is a direct take of, Mag- yeah. of seven. It's samurai. a western. Of, yeah. Um, but yeah, all those kind of like seventies, the seventies movies. A lot of those were. Oh yeah, there you go. Got the trade oh, here. It's been a long. I have the issue somewhere too, but yeah, this is. I get. I'm gonna keep this up because I'm gonna read this. Yeah, I want to read it now. I haven't read that in forever, and I want. I'm gonna. I gotta. I gotta get a copy of that and read it. Yeah. Luke McDonald art. I always liked the art in it too. It had like a different. It had like a real. Like style to it that felt different too, like artistically of like more grounded. Like almost in sort of the spy world roots of Suicide Squad in a way, yeah. but with the superhero characters, you know, like yeah, doing superhero was, espionage. Yeah, it was. Oh well, yeah, there, I opened up a page. There's Clock King. There you go. That's like <laughs> oh god. Yeah, there you go. The, the um, yeah, it feels very much like like agents that are you know what do they call it when that when it. You know, 
left out in the cold kind of thing, you know, where the, those guys are um, not discommunicating. How do you, God damn it. What's the word? I can't think of the word. Uh, come oh, on, Chris, you're you're an espionage guy. Like the the that's how I can think of is burn notice, and that's not yeah. Uh, but what do they yeah. call that? What's the official like? I was gonna say discommunicated, but it's not it's excommunicated. Excommunicated? Uh, Maybe that's yeah. Yeah, you are. You think, or, or if you're in the John Wick this world, cover, oh, this is one of my favorite Suicide Squad covers. Yeah, that's this awesome. isn't the first one, but it's awesome. That's an awesome, really cover. great cover. Yeah. What they call it in John Wick? It's like you were uh uh. Wasn't persona non grata? Was it excommunicated? It's... Might have been. Yeah, because it was like a Catholic Church sort of thing. Yeah. Are they doing a fourth one of those? In a fifth one? I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, they just keep yeah. making keep making money. money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, um, I believe the guy who's writing Shang Chi was a co-writer on John Wick. No, something something to do with John. Something he to do co-wrote, with Keanu. he co-wrote Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> and he's not, I don't believe he's Asian. The director and I'm a horrible person and I apologize. <laughs> Disavowed. I got it all Wayne came up with it. Disavowed. Ah, okay. uh, that was like that was like um Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Wasn't that what they called it in that? Disavowed. I think oh, okay. everybody's got a different term for it. I bet you yeah. I bet you Brubaker has. Or, I mean, Greg Rucka has a different term. I bet he has a different... Like, what does he call it in Queen and Country? It's probably something different than disavowed. No, but sacked. The, always, Sa- sacked. Well, no, it's the agents <laughs> that are like, you know, they can't... They're basically, you know, they're dead or, you know, it's pronounced dead or they're just, you know... Um, uh, disavowed is like, now you're... You're on your own. We, you know, we're we're after yeah. you. You're a, you're a rogue agent or whatever. That kind of thing. But everybody, in every kind of espionage book or movie or whatever, there's always those agents. Mm-hmm. My point being, it fe- like that's what Suicide Squad felt like, was like they yeah. were a bunch of disavowed agents who now... What was the Brubaker Phillips series? Um, they're, they're one of their first... They're actually Sleeper? the first one. Oh no! Yeah, I was because he was uh, he had kind of gone through the same thing where he was a deep cover agent and then cut off from the agency while he was in deep cover. Right, because his handler was in a coma. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's an awesome sleepers. Phenomenal series. One of my all-time favorites. Yeah. That man, you want to talk about an awesome TV show? Sleeper. Oh. It would be. Yeah. It'd be awesome. There you go. Why is it that Hollywood? (laughs) Speaking of uh Brubaker, Tom, you had brought up something uh before about how Brubaker uh Oh yeah, that article about the winter sold that was on Comic Beat. Yeah. About the uh seeing Winter Soldier on screen. And being sort of like, ugh, this doesn't feel good. <laughs> this doesn't feel good. It was sort of a, Ooh. it was an interesting article because it, it was like, um, you know, like sometimes I feel like when comics, when, you know, fans talk about stuff like, you know, Kirby made all this stuff and, you know, like, did he get what he was supposed to get? It often devolves into sort of like, 
what is the legal right you have to this? And it becomes like all legality as yeah. opposed to like the emotional is, aspect of just like, moral. I don't feel good about this. <laughs> I don't feel good about this, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's like nowhere in the article is he like, they stole it from me or like, no, it is, but the, it's but more like point- it could have made me, they could, it's very easy to make people who make these things happy. It's yeah. not outlandish to yeah. do it, you know. Well, like the, the headline of the, and and you know, of the article was that he had made more money for mm-hmm. cameo in uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I guess he had, or uh, not in Falcon and the Winter in Captain America, yeah. than he did for creating the character of Winter Soldier. It's just like that, you know. Or, and I think my comment yeah. at the time was like. They keep finding new ways to fuck the creators. <laughs> well, also within the article was the the story of Jim Starlin got more money for KG Beast being in Superman versus Batman for like fifteen seconds than for Thanos oh, in all the Marvel movies. You know, just Whoa. like uh, the idea of like oh my Whoa. god, which Whoa. extends beyond. It's not just like the legal right, which is like a whole other thing about what's those it. movies it's like, made billions exactly the point i think that's interesting in the article or at least the way they talked about that was interesting it was like you can make me happy there's a universe half a billion dollars yeah you know it's like (laughs) yeah but there's a lot of money you could give me that makes me feel good about this happening as opposed to being like oh this is like uh this feels bad which that was interesting way because I, i do feel like the argument devolves into like you don't have the legal right to this or that, or it's like, there's that, but then there's just like, Hey, Marvel, if you want people to make characters for you, you should maybe try and make those people happy when their characters generate a ridiculous amount of money for you, because who's going to make characters for you? Like, why would any comic creator look at that story and be like, oh, I'm excited to revamp this character, you know, like, oh, I wouldn't. Like, I mean, we've heard that that for years. They they still do it. Creators still do it. They're so, you know, it's a catch 22, I think, because they're so excited to work finally for a company that they've dreamed about working for years and years and years. They finally get to work on characters that they've maybe dreamed about working on that it's hard for them not to put everything into it. You know what I mean? But I think mm. we've talked about this uh, multiple times about how I think you see more, more and more creators not creating, you know, new properties for Marvel and DC and just doing their own thing through image or Kickstarter or whatever. And being like, fuck it. Why should I give them these characters? You not going to give them my best ideas. I mean, yeah. what, you know what you look right now, it's like Robert Kirkman figured that out early. Invincible may not have been as as um as hardcore as it is and and as you know as bloody as it is but he could have done invincible at marvel oh sure well that could be there mike and tim's gravity or mike and sean's gravity yeah mike Mike norton and and uh and sean uh mckeever created gravity which was at one point a pretty popular character and they did a lot, you know, of things with that character. And, you know, they saw really, I mean, I don't know. I'm speaking out of, mm-hmm. out of turn. Obviously I, I know at the time when we talked to him years yeah. ago, but it's not their character. <clears throat> it isn't. I mean, that's part yeah. of it. You, you work, yeah. but, but that's the thing. Like 
when when Starlin created Thanos, the idea that Thanos would then go on to, you know, star in two of the biggest blockbuster yeah. movies of yeah. all, the culmination of a decade of just throw him of, some money, yeah. like yeah. a small the, the, the yeah. amount right? of money that's so tiny, right? Compared to what you've made, could make someone hap like make it go away, and they'd be like, oh, this is cool, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, cool. Great. Yeah. I you know, and I, I know the the uh, at least like the DCs has always been better. I think about that in the movies than Marvel has, and I think part of that was I think Paul Levitz Paul took Levitz. that stuff. Paul, stuff Le- really, Paul Levitz is why absolutely took that stuff why. really seriously about like if your character shows up in a movie, you're gonna get mm-hmm. something for it, like yep. a small like 15 second thing like you invent because i've seen various stories where it's like oh, i invented this character and they were mentioned in the batman movie i got like a it's, little bit of money you know like it's even, it's even beyond that i think we had talked uh to andy parks years ago and he said in one of the batman movies there was a scene where the where the batmobile is like driving into the bat cave and that that depiction of the bat cave had been in in a comic that he inked and he said yep i got up you know, small royalty check for that. And um, we talked, um, that was Paul Levitz that really pushed uh, yeah. the creators having those types of royalties. So I only brought up that story because I thought it was an interesting, a different look instead of like this legal argument about like what you can and can't do. And it was more like, you know, like you made a, a, a huge amount of money off of this. Make, I mean, make some people a little happier about being part of it. Like, I think in this day and age, it is interesting because we see so much online, so many, so much outrage over companies that do immoral things, and yeah. and it can be silly sometimes. Um, what gets this gigantic response from people in regards to a corporation or someone that works for a corporation, and and you see, you know, just tremendous amounts of outrage about it. But then you have Marvel, who for decades and and yeah. you know literally decades have been screwing over creators and continue to do it now that they're owned by Disney and one of the largest companies in the world. It's almost expected. Yeah, it's. it's <laughs> but you don't hear. You yeah. Don't hear that you're outraged. I mean, millions and millions of of online people talking about those movies all the time, and nobody talks about the fact that these creators are getting screwed over and over again and they're not getting the rights or the, the, you know, the, we're just getting disrespected. Yeah. They assume that they're not because in Hollywood, there are things like the screen actors guild, you know, if there are things like the, you know, writers unions, there are no unions in comics. Yeah. I, I mean, part of the, the, the reason I bring up disrespect is, is there's another section in there where he talks about how he couldn't even get into the movie party through Marvel. He had to, the guy who plays the Winter Soldier had to get him in. Like he had to text Sebastian at Stan and be like, hey, can we get like, and Sebastian Stan, the guy in the movie had to be like, yeah, let's let these guys in. You he know, like, me. <laughs> yeah, like the Marvel people didn't do that. You know, like, which is just awful. so like it's just disrespectful. It's yeah. like it, yeah, I mean, just you know, I, I just and and, and the thing is, it's not 
after parties. Just that alone, you know what I mean? Just showing these guys, these poor, I mean, comic book creators are like beaten dogs. Yeah, you know, just let like, them go to the party. And the thing is, it's not, it's not like he's a one-hit wonder <laughs> writer that came up <laughs> with this one character. He's one of the biggest names in comics. Why would you kind of go out of your way to be a dick to him? Well, there's reasons yeah. why I guess like Brian K. Vaughn and mm-hmm. and I think Brubaker, you know, yeah. another perfect example, and Alan Moore, and mm-hmm. you know, have kind of and Mark Miller. I mean, in, to a certain respect, he doesn't work for any of the big two anymore. He works for his own comic book comic book company. You know, he created his own empire, uh, walking away from these fucking companies because they just continue to do the same thing. That yeah, yeah. Bless you. Yeah. But if you'd like to know more about this, you can tune in (laughs) on our Patreon this week for ACTV, where Sal and I talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, this is true. We do. It is the the series finale. Finale. The shout out to Brubaker. Yeah. The start of each one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah. I mean, we can talk about how shitty it is. We're still watching. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Brubaker in a strange way. Yeah, well, that's true. That's the thing. It's always this funny thing where what is your line? It's really easy sometimes to bitch and complain about something you don't ever use yeah. or yeah. you don't watch or you don't really care about. But then when it's something that you, you know. Uh, but I also, sometimes I do feel like that's a little bit of a cop out. It's a little bit of a cop out to the people at Marvel who are people. Like there are people who decide things. Right, whether or not to give someone money or like go the extra mile to make sure a creator gets taken care of. And I think sometimes we think of these giant corporations as just these monolithic things, but they're actually hiding assholes who use that as their way of wielding power and being a dick and treating people with disrespect because I work for Marvel, I work for Disney, you know, and I think... You always have to be careful not to just like, yeah, it's like, would you, should you boycott Winter Soldier? I don't know if you should boycott Winter Soldier, but there is an actual human that works for Marvel or Disney who could solve this, but simply by deciding to. Right. Without, without like any, without any, uh, any, any input from me at all, whether or not I watch the Winter Soldier is they could just be like, oh, you know, what would be the right thing to do? So maybe throw a little money this guy's way, or they just treat him with some respect, right? And like, you know, well, like, the fucking party, man. I'm into the party. What a dick yeah. move to that. Like, it's so. It's so. I when I read that, so petty. I was it's like, so come petty. on, like, guys, goddamn, dude. Hey, like, it's your it's, job is you. You are nothing without the creators. Like, you are nothing. You have nothing. You have these things, but they're not anything until someone does something with it, whether it's like an actor or a writer or a special effects artist. Like you have a thing that you own, but you need all these people to make it into something anyone wants to watch, right? Or read or listen, you know? And it's like, I think it's easy for these big companies to forget that. Spider-Man doesn't magically make his own comics or make his own movies, right? Yeah. Like actual people make these things 
and they put a lot of effort in their own energy into it's it. An IP, and it's, just, um, it's just an IP. <laughs> you know, it's just like, an IP, and I t- I still think that comics at their core are looked at as being a lowbrow yeah. medium that is not still not respected. And I think that's, that's changed. I think it's changed, and it's changed a lot in the era of the big blockbuster superhero movie. But I, I still think, think how, at large, it's 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 viewed as a raw medium. Far behind the curve, Marvel is, um, where you see all these creators going to other places, and they're making movies out of their stuff. I bet those dudes. I bet Kirkman doesn't get treated like that at fucking AMC, oh, who's been that. you know who's been you know like. Billions and billions. Of yeah, like <laughs> Mr. I, Kirkman, can I park your car for you, sir? Yeah, but you know, like act like a real mm-hmm. entertainment company instead we're, of like yeah. After after this, <laughs> one, we're, we're, we're watching yeah. yeah because it's like say, we're, we're watching Jupiter's Legacy, so we're yeah. moving on to a, a Mark Miller property. Yeah. And Disney, it's uh, Disney has a long line of taking uh, advantage of artists, mm-hmm. you know. Walt did it in the beginning. You know, he was he was that yeah. guy that didn't make anything. He just yeah. told other talented people what to make and and you know took credit for it. Yeah. Uh kind of like Stan Lee. No, oh I, oh. I ah. yeah, no. Maybe I, I was funny, I was watching an, another podcast today, and there were two people on it that were are in the entertainment industry, and uh, they were talking about like back when they used to have to pitch stuff to executives like this, and they would have to go in and pitch them these things, and they would give them notes, and it's like this this bizarre thing of like you never knew what to expect because it was simply them trying to justify their existence. They didn't have any creative ideas. They didn't have any real original thoughts. Right? Or, or they didn't even care. It was simply just a thing. Just it was like I have to contribute something. So it's like. I don't think that watch is correct in this scene. I think we could change the <laughs> yes. watch. Like that kind of silly thing mm. where it's like they're just yeah. literally trying to justify this their character existence. would never eat a New York style slice of pizza. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it would never this character would never play a, a pinball machine. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Against his ethos. It's not what a ridiculous thing for you to have included in your story. It's wrong as the guardian of this IP. You know, like, yeah. It is interesting, though, that I think you've seen more of the actors take, like, time. And whether it's their agents telling them to do it or they're doing it on their own, you know, it's like you see a lot of, like, actors with the writers of the creators of the comic of a character on set, you know, inviting sort of, like, out with them and and that kind of thing. Well, they might be more in tune to actual making stuff. Right, right. You know, like actual act of creation or like ideas of things they're they're probably far more in tune with that than yeah. you know and they whatever. Can probably remember struggling <laughs> yeah. I, hope, I hope that's yeah i hope that is the case i don't know i the cynical side of me is like well that's just that's good pr oh, it so makes you look nice yeah which yeah, isn't the worst sure. reason to be nice either it so. is that's true. <laughs> not the worst reason to be nice absolutely yeah. it makes me Nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to do that. Nothing makes me look nice. Yeah, that's the worst reason. But you're right. I mean, you see far more actors giving props to actual comic book creators, or at least like acknowledging the source material, or like the, you know, it's it's interesting. I, you know, like 
as you look at these things, as you look at like a Disney Plus, which is this monolith of content, and like you know the Disney aura of like you know like Disney didn't invent the Muppets, they didn't <laughs> no. invent Star no. Wars, no, they didn't like the those are wholesale creations yeah. of someone else's imagination. No, they, they finished the shit of Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know. That lazy George R.R. dude wouldn't finish his books. On HBO, they yeah. took it upon themselves. Yeah. Finish well, it. Just, make a new season. Yeah. You know, as you look at what the, you know, it's just interesting, right? Like the sort of Disney approach. I mean, and I, my kids watch Disney Plus stuff all the time, you know, but I always tell my son, George Lucas came up with Star Wars. <laughs> not Walt Disney. Not, not Walt Disney. And the Muppets are Jim Henson. That's right. Yeah. Not well, that and everything, our... everything else was created by Jack Kirby. Everything else was Jack Kirby. Jack yeah, Kirby but... came up with a lot of the Muppets, too. Yes. Sweetums. So that Sweetest was our chef. reaction to Shang-Chi trailer. Oh, still, <laughs> we're still doing the reaction. Yeah, that's the reaction to Shang-Chi. <laughs> we, we, we go from talking about a film to basically attacking the... Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> well, this well, listen. is old. This isn't getting pulled off of YouTube for sure. We'll, yeah, listen, Marvel. Yeah. Come on. Someone, you guys are making money hand over fist. You can That's show a little respect to the people yeah, that made it. Yeah. Well, like you said, like what, yeah, what, it is what, how much money do you think would have made Brubaker happy? Oh, like a, such a tiny, tiny fraction of let's what they probably mil, make. Let's just, say, let's just say a million. A million. Like a, a million. Like a fraction of probably what they make off merchandising and like. How about a fucking million dollars in Disney stock? There you go. Yeah, I bet it would be even be less than that, which would make someone be like, "Yeah, okay, like, yeah, all right with that." Three fifty, just something that's at least. And I'm not gonna. Sp- whatever. He's probably like, "Give me a million dollars, yeah, of course." But you know, right? It's like part of, it's, part of it's just. I want forty-seven million. <laughs> part of it's just an amount of money that feels like you respect what I've done, right? Whether that's like a certain, yeah. like um, like no more delight. It's like not necessarily. It's not a negotiation, right? Because it, he's it not. Kind of. It feels like it feels like Marvel just, is located in Potterville a little bit. <laughs> yes, because right, it's not a negotiation. It's just like a hey, we don't have to do this, but we want to show you some respect, you know. Like, yeah. here's like something to say, like, hey, we appreciate what you did. You've made hey, us a lot of money. Like, yeah, for, you know, hey, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry, jo- jo- George Bailey God does damn. not work at Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where he it's just not. like, yeah, you can, you know, you, 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 that's no good. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, so. Uh, We've probably pissed off half of the um, the people that tuned in tonight. Sorry. Oh, listen, uh, if you get mad because your favorite studio <laughs> makes movies, gets Billions made fun of, of dollars. Like, yeah. 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 there's people that work there. They don't. Marvel doesn't do like it's just people that make all these things. <laughs> it's just a company. It's just yeah. a company. It's just a check that goes so, to different people. So if you agree, you can uh, uh, send us your comments at info at aroundcomics.com. Uh, we mentioned some Patreon stuff. Uh, we have some new content coming up. 
uh, soon. I've got a couple interviews I'm putting together. Uh, we've got ACTV every week. There'll be a new um, Tom versus coming up. Yeah, uh, next week. really awesome. Yeah. So new Tom versus um, Sal is going to be back I'm, on I'm Future Stacks here. Stacks, I promise. I missed a couple of yeah. weeks. I apologize, but I will get back to it. I just uh, trying to get my house in order. Yep, your kitchen is almost rebuilt. So almost. yeah, so uh, so all that stuff uh, available on uh, Patreon. So go to Patreon.com/slash Around Comics. Uh, this one, of course, is uh, free every week and broadcast live on Tuesdays at eight o'clock Central Standard Time on the uh, all the video feeds that I won't list, and then is released as our audio podcast afterwards. That's all I got. Oh, AC D and D this week. We are uh, maybe. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, we'll see. Don't, okay. Not make any promises either. No. Yeah, I don't perhaps. know. Perhaps. Perhaps. Roll. Roll a d20. It's light an AC. Pencil. It's an AC 14 check whether we're going to do it or not. Very light pencil work. <laughs> you don't want to have to erase this hard. You don't want to have to erase your charisma score really hard. Uh, you know your hit point score. You, yep. you, you keep that light pencil, light, 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 very, very gentle light. touch. Otherwise, you're going to tear the paper up. Don't do that. Not paper, paper. Um, all right. So, yeah, that's all I got. Um, so, I think the uh, the reaction was a success. Uh, well, it, it sparked a <laughs> lot of comments. I mean, it sparked a lot of conversations. So, I think, yeah, yeah. I, I think I mean, success. I mean, we went a lot of embarrassing moments towards the beginning, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There was some things that I think you're going to be ashamed about uh, for a long time, Chris. Yep. There's definitely some. Uh... We're definitely going to be referencing different people being in crazy rich Asians that definitely were not in crazy rich Asians. Yeah, that's my RZA moment. Oh, <laughs> uh, your second. Yes. Yeah. Guess, yeah. Uh, and third. Uh, so anyway, we'll be back next Tuesday with our regularly scheduled uh, YouTube show. Uh, in the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around, around that are not checking IMDb Asian, listings so I don't do that again. Are Asian and so Chris confuses me. <laughs> everywhere in and around.